This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show, everyone. We are so happy that you're here with us today. I have Jenna and I here. I kind of like just you and I sometimes. I know. I, I really like it. It's just so sweet and chill to like just record in our little studio, just us, <laughs> oh, cozy. Yeah. yeah. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. I did have some collagen coffee this morning, which I don't always drink coffee. So I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to mm-hmm. the Mother Love Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Me too. I am, to be completely frank and honest, I'm high right now. I'm Wait. flying high on, on coffee. Okay. On coffee, on coffee. <laughs> um, I've I, I'm obsessed. It's like crack cocaine. This coffee around the corner from my house Oof. from Cookbook, which is this really cute little boutique um, little grocery store. But everything is from local farms and organic and just, just as I like it. They have this cardamom date fizzy coffee. That's weird. I, don't, I can't imagine. I also thought it was weird. I don't love cardamom. It's so subtle. But when there is a subtle balance of flavors, anything can work. It's pretty delish. I was also like, what? Fizzy iced coffee? That doesn't make sense. But he convinced me into it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Paul, the guy that works there, who's like my best bud now. And I had it and I just, I can't get it out of my mind. But it is extremely, woo, how you doing? Yeah, got to try it. Um, So I also wanted to tell you about, have I told you about this gratitude journal I'm writing in every day? You've told me about it, yeah. So just for our listeners, I got gifted this really sweet journal called the five minute journal and it's a gratitude journal and I've been doing it every morning and every night as a little ritual. And even though it's so simple, the exercise of noting what I'm grateful for and then affirming what I can do to make my day even better is such a heart opener for me. Mm-hmm. It's it just it's so powerful. Just such a simple exercise. So well, you married into the right family. <laughs> I know the gratitude family. It's true. Gracias, gratitude. Uh, a little inside joke there. <laughs> um, so I thought it'd be really fun to do that exercise to start off today's podcast with that exercise. Oh yeah. So what are you grateful for today? Today I am grateful for. The fact that Milo is in school and the fact that I love his school and I love his teacher and that this is just such a good starting off point for him to love school Mm. like I do. (laughs) And he loves it. How comforting as a mother to love the teacher, love the school and feel that you can drop him off in a safe environment. That is everything. Yeah. I worked at the school yesterday and I'm just like, I loved it. I was like a kid. I was in kindergarten again. Miss Jenna. Awesome. Yeah, they call me Miss Jenna. Cute. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so cute. I, I gotta do that. It just must keep you in your inner child the whole it time being surrounded by these little humans. Completely. And you can't like take out your phone or distract yourself. So you're just like, literally, it's like you went back to kindergarten for a day. Mm. And we were so happy when we were in kindergarten, you know, it just oh like brought, brought me joy. Cute. So I'm grateful. Medicine for the soul. Yeah. Okay. How about right. you? Well, what are you grateful to, for today? Today, I val- we're trying to, this is a bit of a joke, but <laughs> Valentine turned four and we're back to sleep training. Hilarious that he's four and we're sleep training. But anyway, um, and recently he's been, well, every night he wakes up at around 12 or 3 a.m. and starts going, mommy, where are you? I love you. 
come and cuddle me. And I've just been so exhausted the past couple of nights. I've, I've got a little walkie-talkie that's connected to his room. I just say, okay, Baba, just come and snuggle with us and sleep the rest of the night with us. So he came in last night, which was kind of a treat. That's only happened the past two nights. And we've been doing this for about two weeks. And I woke up this morning and it's, I was in that in-between worlds, awake and sleep zone. And I could just feel his tiny little body against mine. And I could feel my soft linen sheets and the light creeping in. And I just felt so grateful for the simple pleasures. Nice. So yeah, that's charming. What are you grateful for? Ask yourself that question, listeners. I really find it such a sweet practice to start my day. MLF News, what's going on? Well, we're on Spotify, which is no small feat. (laughs) I learned the hard way. (gasps) Go, Jenna. Yeah, I had to get on the phone with some head of tech support type of situations a couple of times, watch like seven hours worth of YouTube videos, but we're on Spotify. Yes, persevere, <laughs> punching through those barricades. Yeah. And um, what else? Okay. So we've been also talking about Facebook because we do have our Facebook page and I know a lot of you um, follow us on Facebook. Thank you for that. And we have not been that active on Facebook, but we were wondering because we were looking at some other communities and what we figured is like, there's a lot of people, believe it or not, who listen to this podcast. We can't believe it sometimes, but we're so (laughs) grateful. That's another thing to be grateful for. And like anyone who listens to this podcast, you know, just very like-minded and they're very far like spread out around the world we have listeners from Uganda I mean literally every country you can think of like we have listeners from there so what we were trying to think of is a way that we could get some type of forum where like our listeners could interact with each other since you guys are clearly like-minded and we want to bring us all together. So, cause we're doing this consciousness shift thing together. Um, so we're trying to wonder if Facebook is the right place for that. And um, we could make our page private and we could, you know, let everybody comment in there so it can become somewhat of a forum where people can connect. So we're going to go ahead and do that. And hopefully if that resonates with you, join us on Facebook, join other people on Facebook, um, who listen to this podcast and we can, you know, just, all level each other up. Yeah. And share resources, share stories, chat about whatever's going on for you or the topics that we explore. Yeah. I think it's really important to create a space where community can grow. Because as you said, we can't do this mission alone. This is the entire purpose of why we created this podcast to call in all the lightworkers, all the people on the same mission. Hashtag lightworkers unite. That's it. Also, some MLF news. We've been um, refining our website and we've, uh, we've created a, a reviews page. And anyone who has been lovely and supportive enough to leave us a review, thank you so much. I know I've said this before, but it literally brings tears to my eyes. She cried. I've I, never, I don't I, think I've ever seen her cry. Yeah, happy tears. Cry happy tears. And so we really appreciate it. And it's a way to help us feel acknowledged. And we put a lot of effort and love and soul into this. And, and we don't get much in return, you know. Except reviews. Except for reviews. Which kind of make it all worth it. I know. So it's like for us to get that and to just know that we're connecting with people is... 
Oh my God. It, it's everything. It's everything. It fuels us. So mm-hmm. thank you for everyone who has created a review for us, left a review. And we have featured you on our website with your little name mm-hmm. in there and your little title. So thank you for that. And we would really appreciate if this episode resonates with you or a previous one popping on there, giving us 30 seconds to a minute of your time to write us a little heartfelt review. On iTunes. Yeah, it on, really helps us. Yeah, um, big time. And then we're going to move that review onto our website. So you'll be featured too. So we love you. Uh, And what else? Yeah, just the final note that Jenna and I are on a mission to represent the new world and carve a new way into a place of oneness and light and evolution, really consciousness for each other and the community. So a massive, massive um, way to grow the MLF mission is for you to be part of that growth. If you just simply share an episode, if everyone who listened shared an episode, this could blow up overnight and you are part of that mission. So we need your help. And this is a call to action for you guys to like be in action, not just in your own self-development and applying to your own world, what we discuss here, but also sharing the love. So yeah, we would really appreciate that too. Amazing. I think that's it on the MLF news front. Should we get to this week's episode? Let's do it. I'm so excited about this episode. It's so near to my heart. I'm constantly using this technology. So Jenna, why don't you share it? So hidden as well. Yeah. And funnily enough, I was writing um, the template for today's episode and as I was writing examples of this in my own life, I looked down and I could see my body sending me messages in that moment. I'll I'll get into it a little bit later, but I can show you right now. I've got like the physical proof on my body. Nice. I can't wait to hear. Decoding your body's dialogue. Jenna. Decoding your body's dialogue. Okay. Any disease manifestations that arise in your body are trying to tell you something. Most chronic or reoccurring physical symptoms have an emotional or spiritual cause that gets completely overlooked by contemporary medical science. Many doctors are only taught to treat the symptom, usually through pharmaceuticals or surgery, rather than the patient holistically. And certainly without any thought about spiritual or emotional or energetic roots. Through mindfulness and intention, we can learn to decode the messages that our body is trying to tell us through any symptoms and become empowered to heal ourselves by addressing the real roots of our physical disease symptoms, reaching levels of radiant health that could never be experienced through medical intervention alone. So good. I mean, so important. If you're not doing this, life looks like a bit of a struggle. Well, and also you're all, you, you're powerless if you're not doing this because you're constantly giving your power to heal yourself away to your doctors and you're probably going to be manifesting increasing disease symptoms mm. that you're, then you're going to go to the doctor and they're going to put band-aids on and they're going to give you pharmaceuticals and nobody's ever going to ever have gotten to the root. And then eventually over like time, like that will take you down. Mm. I think a lot of the time people don't realize that the body has this intense intelligence Mm. that is trying to communicate with us, not just for our physical health, for our spiritual, emotional, mental health as well. 
you know, Jenna and I are in the philosophy that we are a holistic being. We're not just the physical and the mind. There are so many more elements mm-hmm. to our health and each one of them are connected and have to be looked at mm-hmm. and addressed in order to get a, a whole um, solution to a problem. Yeah, because you might have a um, an issue going on in your emotional body and then it's manifesting in your physical body. And if you're only looking at the physical aspects of that, you're never getting to the root of it. Thus, it will never heal completely. It will just morph from one type of manifestation into another type of manifestation into another and usually increasingly intense manifestations mm-hmm. just beckoning you to listen to your body, to look deeper there. So like a manifestation of disease could be looked at as a call from your body, a dialogue from your body. Yeah. Yeah. Your body and your emotional mind, everything. That's true. A message. That's, I love that. So uh, the reason why we came up with this topic is recently I had another big, um, opportunity to decode my body's messages. I think I may have shared on a couple of other previous podcasts, but I've just been through my third uh, pregnancy. Uh, how do I word this? Gone wrong. <laughs> uh, failed pregnancy. So I, I went to my gynecologist and she said, oh, it's so normal. All women have miscarriages. We don't take note of it unless it's your third miscarriage um, in a row. And Usually it's just like your XY chromosomes aren't a good match. So your body knows what it's doing and it dispels the pregnancy. And she, she sent me off and I just had this feeling in my body. I just thought that is not a good enough answer. My body is trying to communicate. It has a message for me and I'm not going to ignore it. I'm going to take note of it because it's leading me somewhere. And that's not a good enough answer. So right there, is the first step, in my opinion, not taking no for an answer. If your intuition, if you've got some um, ailment or some reoccurring health blockage, don't, and your body's saying there's something more, peel back the layer, another layer, there is something else for me to discover here. Don't take <laughs> no for an answer. Or yeah. Don't take, never override your intuition with a doctor's statement. They have met you once, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's super important to trust your own body's wisdom in that moment. So, I find it really fun as well to have a bit of a challenge. I like to um, put together the pieces and decode something. So I got excited and I thought, okay, I'm not stopping. I'm getting down to the bottom of what my body's trying to tell me. So I luckily found, first of all, I meditated on it and I just created a space where my body could communicate with me in a clear way rather than me projecting all these paranoias of what it could be. I just allowed space for my body to tell me it's something connected with your hormones. It's something connected with depletion. It's something connected with... How did you allow your body to tell you that? I literally meditated. So when you say you literally meditated, can you just talk our listeners through what your process is on that? Sure. So I, my first pang was my intuition saying there's something else. Don't take that for the answer. So I then went away. I, I went to, I went home 
I waited for no one to be in the house and I closed my eyes and I sat up and I took some deep breaths and I created a space of silence within my own self and simply asked myself the question, what is going on in my body? Show me the direction to move in. How can I find balance and homeostasis in my body? And I just, I didn't project. I just opened up my mind to see what would come to me. And you know, you people who seek shall find, all you have to do a lot of the time is ask the question and you'll get the answer. A lot of the time we just don't, we forget to ask. So in that moment, I got downloads on all those things I just mentioned, depletion, um, hormones. Funnily enough, I had done a hormone test with that same doctor a few weeks ago because I was sure that there was something up with my hormones, which was creating this, um, these miscarriages and the ectopic pregnancy I had. And she said my hormones came back fine. And when she said that, I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm still not buying it. There's still something that I need to get to, down to the bottom of. Well, how do you account for the fact that like the doctor tested your hormones and they came back fine? Well, when I found a doctor, so I'm going to get to that, right? Okay. So I meditated on it. I got some clues and then I just started asking the questions. I wanted to find the right team, someone who approached health in the way I believe we should approach health, which is mind, body, soul, holistic approach. I found this incredible doctor and I made an appointment with him and I went and saw him and he did uh, he uses kinesiology, muscle testing, and then he also has this really cool, savvy, energetic reading machine that's more scientifically based that backs up his kinesiology findings for all the skeptics. Although a scientist would not agree that that's scientific, so <laughs> probably we'll <see>. not. <laughs> yeah. We use that loosely. And he came back with the fact that the reason why I was um, losing these pregnancies was because I had an extremely low level of progesterone. And progesterone is a female sex hormone that needs to be leveled with estrogen in order for a pregnancy to stick um, past six weeks. Now, can I ask you though, like did the, did the real doctor test your progesterone level? I don't think particularly progesterone. She just did an overall hormone panel test. But wouldn't an overall hormone panel test test your progesterone? So, I mean, I'm assuming... Well, it's assumingly that it did. So, assumingly that the doctor did not find a progesterone depletion. She she came back and said your hormones are completely normal. So, the doctor... But the other doctor felt that there was a hormone depletion through muscle testing Mm -hmm. and his machine. Mm -hmm. And that resonated with you far more than well, the medical I asked doctor. Him, well, I'm saying, how come I went to this medical doctor and they did a blood test mm-hmm. and it came back as the hormones are fine? Like, how does that make sense? Because I also, you know, need to feel like that's a resonant answer for me. I'm investigating as well. I'm not just going to mm-hmm. take answers when it comes down to big choices mm-hmm. because the whole protocol would be based around their findings. I want to make sure the findings are correct, right? Mm-hmm. So he said that hormones, you know, we as humans, we are in this constant state of fluctuating mm-hmm. up and down and in and out. And hormones are so sensitive and such a um, complex system that depending on where you are in your cycle, depending on if you've had a coffee or not or what you've eaten that morning, depending on if you're taking blood or saliva, it, it, it shows up differently and it cannot be an accurate reading unless you take it um, at a particular, like tests cannot be accurate unless you take them at a particular time in your <laughs> cycle. 
and you're on a particular diet and um, it's saliva. He said the saliva test is far more accurate than the blood test. And I mean, all that stuff, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist or, you know, a practitioner in that world. But what I do know is that what he told, his foundings matched up perfectly with my intuition. Which was that there was some hormonal imbalance, imbalance that was causing these miscarriages. Yeah. And so he then went onto the machine and the machine backed up a lot of his findings. So regardless to say, he put me on a protocol, which I've been on for the past six weeks, coming up to two months. And I feel, I definitely feel better. And it was connected to all of my symptoms I was um, experiencing over the past four years since giving birth to Valentine were all connected to the same thing. The low progesterone causes all of the experiences I was having with my health, not just the, the miscarriages, but the fatigue, not being able to sleep at night, you know, it affects the production of your melatonin, uh, muscle aches, like a lot of things all connected to that one imbalance. And, and it was so relieving to know that I was right the whole time. I just needed to find someone who could look at the body in this holistic way and give so, me some clues. So how do you apply it to, um, the body talking to you. So what was your body trying to say through these miscarriages and through this progesterone imbalance, do you think? It was calling me to find balance. Unless I took also your cortisol levels really affect your hormone levels and can bring your progesterone down. It's probably and why cortisol, Valentine was born. Exactly. <laughs> and so cortisol, as we know, is connected to stress. And I, it gave me an opportunity to take responsibility for the fact that I've just adapted to this low-grade anxiety constantly. And I think it's you've had that for a long, long time, just knowing your story, just because it was stressful for you even as a kid, you know? Yeah, that's true. But motherhood really amped that up to the next level. Yeah. Trying to do motherhood to the best of your potential and anything else such as, I mean, I've probably got about five jobs on the go if you consider wife and motherhood jobs. And then I've got three. I've got my coaching, I've got modeling and acting, and then I've got MLF. And there are five balls in the air I take very seriously. And every day I commit my energy time and love to. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. So that made sense that I, I, I think it was a calling for me to say, okay, if I really want another baby and I have to have vital health and balance in my system and where am I getting in my own way around that? And if I'm stressed out and highly strung and running on this low-grade anxiety, I'm not supporting my overall goal in life. So that And adding another baby might not, it wouldn't have balanced you out at that point. It would just cause more stress mm -hmm. and like more cortisol or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the, so and what the little doing? spirit that wants to come in, She's, doesn't want to come into a stressful, no, crazy who, situation. They want the, the mama and the family to be you in know, good shape. In good shape. So what, do you, what action are you taking towards resolving the root of that? I'm on a protocol, so well, the, a supplement the protocol. The protocol, in a, in a way, actually doesn't get to the root because the protocol is treating the symptom of the low progesterone, but it's not getting to the root of, of balance and of getting to less stress in your life and living a less stressful lifestyle because you do have five balls in the air mm -hmm. and your life is freaking crazy. Well, yeah, you have to decode the message. So, what so are, you, just, are you taking action towards yeah, the real like spiritual totally. energy? So, so the ailment is just one little piece of the puzzle. And then there's the emotional, spiritual component 
of the physical manifestation of that ailment. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to break them up, spiritually, I'm trying to get closer to source energy. So I have more. Always uh, a good plan. Always, <laughs> a, good plan. always a good way to go. Good, you want God on your team. Trust yeah. me. Um, so that has been, uh, for me, I've just realized how far I've become so distracted with keeping my balls <coughs> in the air and running at this pace that I've strayed further away than normal from having that clear, strong guidance in my life. I mean, it's, it's always with me, but I've become relaxed because of my time management in the matrix. Um, I've become a little more relaxed around every day creating space to drop in and do the spiritual inventory and have that direct dialogue with God, with the universe, with that higher source power. So that has called me to create space for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm wanting to say uh-huh. is like, I feel, and we were, when you were pregnant last, also that the Ching also trying to tell you, like, I feel you need a team, you know? And not, well, that's, that's, that's the emotional, that's what's happening. That's, that's what's the happening. emotional. Cause that, cause like God is great. Yes. Yeah. But that's like, just one aspect. The, There's still, ba- you still have the hecticness of like the balls that's in there. That's the next aspect I was right. going to talk so about. Talk about so it. that's the one component. That's the spiritual body that you're looking at. And then you look at the re- the emotional stress element that is cr- like obviously could the stress element could be the root cause it of is. all of this. So then right? how are we how do we get to that now? So the stress element I have to prioritize and have intention with how I move throughout my days. So if I prioritize balance in my days and I carve out time to do yoga every second day and do my little gratitude journal and not pack my days with a thousand things so I'm amped up and just like running at a thousand miles an hour, that is not doing myself a service and that is not supporting my overall mission. So it's keeping things in perspective and I really find personally if I set my day right with that gratitude journaling in the morning, I have my intention moving with me throughout the day and it's far easier to keep myself in check and be like, just breathe. Don't commit to that social thing because that's an hour that you could spend at yoga or that's an hour that you could have a nap or whatever it may be to interject that balance and de-stressing. And also I'm in the mindset that I need to ask for my help. So my mom came in for three weeks. That was three weeks of you know, an opportunity to really have help. She can entertain Valentine and be with him, which is just so valuable that time he has with his his grandma. Um, so everyone wins. And then I get some more space to, you know, do my things without feeling like I have to stretch myself and mother and multitask and be, you know, keep my balls in there at the same time. Um, and then there's a physical component where on a physical level, I'm I'm, I'm interjecting with supplements that encourage balance in my system. He also said that there are two um, viruses, which he believes is the fundamental primary cause to this imbalance. So he's, targ- he's specifically targeting with herbs and diet to um, kill those viruses. So my body then has an opportunity to move into homeostasis. She eat a lot of garlic and raw onions because that kills viruses as well. Mm, and parasites. apple cider vinegar. Parasites and viruses. The devil. All right. Well, thank so, you for sharing your story. Yeah. No worries. Very no whackers. Good. For anyone out there who 
is experiencing a repetitive uh, physical blockage, it is really an opportunity to just sit back and say, how is my emotional composition contributing to this blockage? What is my spiritual standpoint on this? Is there a greater message source is leading me to? And physically, obviously, you have to like make action and movement towards that. And can I just add something here? Um, and like, I'll give you a quick personal story as well, which is just goes um, with ascension symptoms. So basically, a lot of things are shifting within us, and as we become mindful, as Amber described, and start to like really, through meditation, listen to the signs of our body. Um, like I've had a situation recently where I've had very intense throat chakra blockage for as long as I can remember. And I've been doing new techniques and modalities to really shift that like in new and intense ways. And so I've actually been seeing symptoms arise in my throat area that are, that's, that have been so intense. And for me, when when they come to this, for me, it's been like, I've broke out in cysts, like huge, this is kind of hopefully not too much TMI. Oh, give it to me. Okay. Yeah. They're like pus filled Ooh. cysts oh. uh, that Did arise from, hold on, from a rise from deep in my body, like oh. right where my blockages are, like at the base of my spine, behind my ears, oh. um, one on the side of my nose, all around my mouth. And the craziest one came up. Oh, there's one in my eyebrow. Wow. Then a crazy one came up. I have this huge blockage between my nose and my mouth that I always feel it's like a muscle blockage there. And I also have a t- teeth. My It's affecting my teeth because they're splitting at that place. And also one of the teeth, um, the gums had receded on that tooth. And it, the, the dentist could not explain it. He's like, we can't explain like why a gum would only recede on one tooth. He's not savvy to ascension symptoms, no, clearly. He's not, and he's not my dentist anymore because, because he just <laughs> didn't have the answers. Fired. But... Um, a huge cyst on my gum. What was your body trying to right tell you? Right above, I'll, t- I'll get to that, right above the, the, the space in my teeth. And then it last week, they all popped. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you didn't pop any of them? I mean, I, would, I didn't specifically pop them, but they all came to a head to the point where they popped, basically. And all within days of each other. I and didn't like, notice any of them on you. I mean, I noticed that one above your lip. But I didn't see any. Did you big see the nodules. one on my on my gum no. or the one above no. my lip? Uh, uh, on your lip, like here, this one? like near your nose. Yeah, there was something. No, that's a mole. <laughs> but there was something but, there yeah, that I, I saw. But it I, wasn't like massive and hideous and pussy. I know, and it was so interesting because it's it's as if my body wanted to release this, but it didn't want to embarrass me. So it like picked <laughs> a lot of places where people couldn't see or something. Body's intelligent. Body's intelligent. Works for you. But it's so interesting because when when they popped, I like literally had this energy of praise God. Like I got to my knees anytime one popped and I was like, praise God, praise God, praise God, because that is like this decay, this energy that's been stuck in me for Mm. God knows how long and it's coming to the surface and it's being released. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like so grateful for that. I am so happy that these cysts are coming to the surface and then popping and then getting out. So what do you think? So what I think it's a symptom of. What was the message? The message to me is that I'm shifting it mm-hmm. and it's an ascension. Next symptom. level. I'm actually doing the work that I've known I've had to do for so long, but I couldn't quite get it because I, I wasn't exercising. I wasn't doing certain things that now I'm doing, you know, like I wasn't singing. I wasn't exercising. I wasn't um, podcasting. going to uh, yoga. I wasn't podcasting. Now we haven't like, been podcasting for mm. like more than a year. And like we have a voice in the world and I'm singing every day and like I'm going to yoga. I'm You're going to acupuncture. Throat chakra. And I'm like hardcore giving the intention. I take um, 
Lori, yeah, Lori Barron, who we gonna feature on the uh, plant, plant medicine, medicine podcast. Absolute she legend. gave me this tonic that I put in hot water, and I, I set the intention every day to like clear my throat chakra. And I'm like, I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm she also all... works on you for two hours in acupuncture every week. She it's is huge. insane. Like You're anyone who really work. wants to shift and heal, I suggest Lori Barron. She's um, amazing. But yeah, so I'm like really going there, and I'm facing the things in me that I have fear around that I don't want to do. I'm like, I'm like just face facing it, you know? And then like the resulting is that all of it's kind of coming out. And so I'm really excited That's promising. about that. Yeah. Incredible. Can I pop one next time? I love popping pimples. Yeah. But it's, it's I'll like, wear, I'll it's, wear like a face mask. It's disgusting. Cause they're, they're like, they're huge. I didn't see any of them. They're, I mean, you probably got a bit of body just pus dysmorphia. No, I'm telling you, they were in places people couldn't see, like behind my ears. You don't look behind my ears. You That's don't true. look at the base of my Were you my embarrassed hairline. to tell me? Because you didn't tell me this I was didn't, going on. No, I I wasn't, but we just have so much other stuff to, going to talk about. The last like, thing you want to talk just... about is your pus balls. <laughs> I love a good pus ball. Come on. <laughs> it's like, like it's like picking fantastic. out the, the hairs on the husband's back or finding the pimples are squeezed on the husband's back. Do you, do you ever do that? I've never done that, oh, but I will say that like if, if you have skin symptoms or if you have pus coming to the surface or if you have things coming to the surface and getting out of you instead of being embarrassed about it instead of being like horrified just like praise god because it's coming out you know what i mean it's totally true so that and, was my two cents <laughs> i love that you know what really helped me around this theory is um the other major health breakdown i had was early on in my journey into spirituality and holistic health which was when i think i was born i have this theory that when i was born i was born with inherited negative belief systems which manifested as physical blockages well, yeah. but you're inherited physical blockages like exactly. energetic blockages That's, in certain places yeah, in your body but no one that, tells you that well we tell people that <laughs> i know but we're you know 35 and we've we've worked that out you know a couple of years ago but so maybe the next generation will yeah i hope so heal well, well Which, the, one of the questions yes yeah, so so this is my episode. theory I feel as though I inherited them as an opportunity for me to break that cycle. And when you, when I heal those symptoms, it's almost like I take a knock for the team, for my lineage. And I feel as though there's this energetic unleashing throughout mm-hmm. my lineage, oh, totally. throughout the women and the men in my line who 100%. also have been carrying that. And thank God I get to cut that and not pass it on yes. to the next generation. Yes. But I was born with this um, disruption and blockage in my um, in my ovary system. So I, I think I was born with polycystic ovaries. Maybe when I was born, See, the cysts. cysts cysts are a sign of blockage mm-hmm. in that space, and that's not the blockage trying to get out. Actually, I think of a cyst that way, or beckoning us to look deeper, look at what we what this is really about. It's not really about the cysts. It's about the work we have to do that we're called to do in order to get rid of the physical symptoms, because mm-hmm. the work of releasing my family from that pain and those blockages and it sent me to to try get I mean okay just going to be clear with this one so I was born with this physical blockage and every doctor I went to couldn't work out um where the polycystic ovaries came from they didn't understand how it was a bit of a medical mystery at that point I must have been about 
15 or 17 Obviously when I started to Obviously an energetic blockage. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, and so no silly. one could give me an answer. And everyone said the only way to get rid of it because it was affecting my skin. So I was getting breakouts in my skin because my hormones were out of balance and I wasn't getting my period but ever. But you see, and I you was, were breaking out on your skin and you were breaking out in cysts. That's so your body trying to get that energy out of that's you. That's it. That blockage energy out. And what's great is when you understand this theory, you stop looking at ailments as something you have to quickly fix, but rather your body gently calling you to do some deeper work, which is great because you don't try to just put topical cream and get rid of the acne. Exactly. Topical you cream is not the way to go. Yeah. You, you got to go think about the root cause. Yeah. Exactly. And think of the emotional association with that physical manifestation. So I started, no one could give me the answers and I didn't resonate with the idea of the band-aid effect of just mm. taking the contraceptive pill to clear the skin, mm-hmm. but it never have, would that, it doesn't get to the root cause, but right? But they, they could never have told you, oh, this is an energetic inherited pattern from so, your family. Exactly. So I think that my unrest around not having the answers propelled me into my spiritual path. Absolutely. I wouldn't take that as the be all end all answer. So I started investigating myself. I found Louise Hay, which is, which opened me up to this whole new philosophy of physical manifestations come from an emotional um, disruption. And I started looking at the association of physical manifestations and the correlation to a particular emotion. And I remember once I got in that zone, it was fascinating just understanding unless I sort out my emotional body and keep on track and allow myself to really feel things and allow them to move on, I'm going to be creating blockages in my physical state, which is so annoying to be sick. I mean, it's the worst thing ever. It just rocks your whole world. So I would suggest looking at Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. It's, it's, it's kind of old at this point, but it's still super fascinating, a good place to start. I remember getting UTIs and <laughs> I remember it was a phase of my life where I felt so angry, like so I was go- I was in a relationship where I felt kind of like I was going against my grain, but I was too afraid to break away from it. But there were points which just hooked me in and I was kind of resenting the fact that I was in this relationship and I never got in UTIs before. And all of a sudden I was getting these UTIs all the time. Of course, get a relationship because that's bad because it's like in that region. Of course, no, but the funny thing was he wanted wanted to be physical and I didn't feel attracted to him and didn't want to be physical. So I was manifesting these reasons to not be physical, Mm -hmm. whether it be a yeast infection or it be a UTI, but I was creating these symptoms to protect me from going against my truth in this relationship. Beautifully said. And so that kind of opened me up to really taking responsibility for reading my body's signals and just deciphering the codes that it works in. So anyway, that initial, that, that was an initiation being born with these um, health issues. And that sent me onto a whole new path of understanding that the body's intelligence is legit. And it's always trying to steer us towards our evolution, our truth and living our true purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know what I woke up, I was, I was mentioning early in this episode when I was writing these notes yesterday and I was writing, what can we do daily to listen to our body's messages? Anytime there is a symptom out of the ordinary that pops up, um, 
allow yourself to be open to initially get a hit on what your body is saying for that particular um, ailment. So for example, yesterday when I was writing these notes, I went, ow, what is that? Did something just bite me? And I looked down at my hands. Do you see that little red dot on my knuckle? Yes, there's a small red dot on my knuckle. And you see that red dot on my knuckle? Yep. Okay. So I've noticed that when I have a week that is social and I have a little bit too much, too, too much alcohol during that week, my body tells me to pull back and slow down. These tiny little blisters pop up on my joints. Do they itch or do they... Are no, they... they're kind of like sore. Huh. Like it's like a little blister. And I've noticed... I have eczema on this one. Ah, that's okay. interesting. What do you think that eczema is telling you? Oh no, it's on my wedding ring finger. So. But like Jesse and I have explored this and I, I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. What do they say that eczema is related to? I haven't looked it up. Huh. Okay. We should look at that. Let's see what Louise hey, has to say. Sorry, go ahead. But um, just in a simple little example, I saw these little um, bumps popping up and I, because I had already taken the time to decode this message, as soon as I got there, I'm like, oh yes, you're totally right. I, I mean, I probably went out, I probably had my parents, parents-in-law were in town and then something else happened earlier that week. So I probably had about three or four nights out having a glass or two of wine. And for me, that's a lot. I usually maybe have one or two, but to have four glasses of wine, I mean, four nights of consecutive drinking, that's too much for my system. And I know that that's my body saying, red alert, red alert, you're getting acidic. I'm, I'm not, honestly, <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> it's, it's an acidic thing. So I, I heard that and I went, you're right, you're right. Because this is a warning sign. If you continue polluting my system like this, I'm going to take it to the next level until you hear me. Mm-hmm. And if you still don't hear me, I'm going to take it to the next mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. And if you still don't hear me, I'm going to take you to cancer. I'm mm-hmm. going to take you to... That's right. To uh, death. I'm going to take you down to death. That's it. That's it. That's it. And so that's why I think it is so important to trust your body's intelligence and to understand that this is a mechanism that you can work with to keep yourself in as much balance as possible. Beautiful. So yeah, that was exciting. Um, have you ever... Um, kind of explored this theory. I know that a lot of people are into this theory where it's the universe that it's not your emotional mind, but it's the spirit or the universe that is creating issues to wake you up to something. So for example, you, you're, you're really running life at high speed and then you fall and break your ankle. And then that's the universe saying, slow down, just take a breather. How I see it is that one, they're one and the same, not mutually exclusive, that our higher self, which is an aspect of ourself, but the higher consciousness aspect sits with our guides. Um, and our guides are pretty much a manifestation of universal consciousness. So it's like, there's a part of us, which is a manifestation of universal consciousness. And that is our higher self. So it's like, yeah, it's the universe slash our higher self slash ourself doing it. But has that happened to you? Like in uh, moments where you've had to slow down, have you sprained your ankle or something happened where you physically couldn't run at the speed that you were running? I've gotten sick. Yeah. Oh yeah. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. That, that's, I would say that's the main <laughs> dialogue your body uses when it's asking you to take a breather, slow down, be more present. Mm. Yeah, that's a very common one. Carrie's sick in bed right now. Mm. I know, and I, I'm in preparation for this. I'm like, so babe, what do you think your higher self is trying to tell yourself? What did he say? <laughs> He's like, ah, I don't want to talk about this stuff. Let me Leave me alone. I'm dying. Can you make me a coffee? I'm like, 
no way in heck am I feeding your ailment right now. Nice. Slap. Yeah. Interesting how the, the, the men's minds work. They're just so, you know, kind of addicted to their habitual patterns of soothing, soothing, soothing. I mean, it's a human thing for sure, but... It's, it's a dark, dark world out there. It's not easy to be a human. You know, it's not no measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society. So we cannot live in this world without soothing ourselves, having to. It's true. But I think that there is soothing, which is um, helpful and positive. Mm-hmm. And then there's soothing, which is distracting... Absolutely. But I agree. But I also, the, you know, it's like you got to cut people slack. It's, it's oh, yeah. a rough, rough world it's out there. super confronting mm-hmm. to move into the thing that you're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have distractions and things we soothe ourselves with to just get through it and just mm-hmm. try to survive. It's really hard to be hardcore, head on, constantly dealing with the human experience, you know, with your eyes wide open. So what do you think the body wants when it's communicating with you? What do you think its mission is? To communicate. (laughs) Yeah, but what does the body want? It wants oneness with Mm -hmm. the higher self and the embodied self. Mm -hmm. I think it all it wants is harmony, balance, Mm -hmm. vitality, homeostasis, and growth and evolution. Yeah, I really think I we're that. pushed to evolve. And sometimes it takes such intense lessons, like being given cancer, to wake up to uh, to wake up to spirit, to wake up to a better way, to wake up to your true purpose. It's how many times have you heard stories about someone getting a disease and that was the activation into their true purpose or a, a far better life than they were living before? Yeah. All the time, right? It's kind of, you have a choice when you get a disease. Either you let it take you down or you take it as an activation. That's right. And we're all clear, just before we wrap up, we're all clear on what happens if you don't listen to your body's signals, right? They get louder and louder and louder until you finally get taken down. They Mm -hmm. spread. They start multiplying. They're like, really? You're not listening yet? How about this? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to get your attention with this one. Mm -hmm. You surely got to listen to this one. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a super interesting topic. And so before I wrap up, I guess my takeaway for today is trust your body's intelligence and know that it is far superior than what many of us give it credit for. Trust your intuition and allow that to guide you to the answers. And keep keep a connection to spirit if if that's kind of, if you're in that zone, I feel like having, um, and that strengthens your intuition, obviously it's one and the same as you would say. And I think that that can be your compass to get out of these predicaments sooner than later. Don't miss those messages. They're blessings. I think if we Mm -hmm. can switch our perspective, praise God, God. if we can switch our perspective from it being something that we just have to kill straight away and fix straight away, but rather sit with it for a second and say, this is a blessing. This is a call to evolve, to wake up, to heal. Then that is really taking us to the next level. And that'll get you to the root issue rather than a (sighs) bandaid. Feels good. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, anything else, Jenna, before we wrap things up? No, I mean, I feel good about that. Okay, well, as per usual, I have a little invitation for all those excellent students out there that are inspired by this topic and want to have a little assignment to take back to your own life and relationship with yourself. 
Next time you are experiencing a physical issue, whether that just be a headache or fatigue or cold, whatever it may be, stop and ask yourself, what message is my body trying to get across to me? Maybe it's to slow down or drink more water, eat more greens, or to kick up your heels for a week in the Bahamas. Oh yeah, I'm talking to you. Do not ignore your body's intelligence. Beautiful. (laughs) All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being with us. Good luck out there. Good Mm. luck out there. It's a war zone. (laughs) No, life is amazing. And there are opportunities everywhere to just open up, love more, evolve, grow, accept yourself. It's really, it's an exciting experience being human. That's one way to put it from the eternal optimist over there. Okay. Well, we love you so much. Thank you for being with us. And if you enjoyed this episode today, don't hesitate to click that little share button and spread the love. We can't do it without you. Have a beautiful week and we'll, we'll feel you with us next week. Bye. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.